Well, welcome back to episode eight of Rock the Culture. This is the podcast where we bring conversation and perspective about all things Little Rock, all things Central Arkansas. I'm your host, Antoine Phillips. You can find me on Twitter, underscore Antoine Phillips. And I'm with my main man, Two Take Blake. Three times to you, if you know me. <laughs> this is your state representative, your favorite representative, always repping. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Charles J. Blake. Uh, shout out. Before we do our normal shout out, shout out to the people, man. We, we went to an event last week, met some of our culture cohorts who are definitely rocking the culture with us, definitely had great ideas about content, about different venues, different things, different ways to make the podcast live. So shout out to them. Yeah, shout out. Thank, thank y'all, man. Thank, thank you for the feedback. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for, for, for letting us know that you're rocking with us. Right. And then another, 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 another shout out. Last week, we uh, introduced uh, under Blake's leadership and guidance, big up to two term, uh, three term, two take Get Blake. Right. My Get bad, right. bro. No disrespect, bro. <laughs> no disrespect. Three, t- three term Blake uh, for taking the lead on the women to watch list. Um, it was a great list. Uh, it was much needed. And just to see the love and appreciation, not only from the people who are on the f- annual or the inaugural Rock the Culture Women to Watch list, but the community yeah. as, as a whole. It was, it was beautiful, man. And, and you know, when you some, sometimes when you do something and um, you're, it's not, not so much in response to something else, but, but just creating something that's needed, you know, it, it, it feels good. But being able to, to look at our, our final product, and step back and, and see those, those those 20 women that we that we highlighted here in Little Rock and see the 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 melanin, the the brown girl magic. You know, it's it's something that that is that is much needed for for our for our culture, for our city. But it, but it's also something that was extremely beautiful. So it, it was beautiful and I appreciate the text, the tweets, the Facebook, all the shares. Uh, I think that's about as close as I ever went to going viral, bro. You, we were pretty viral. <laughs> <laughs> it's about as close as I'd have been. Uh, but help that, one take go viral. Yeah, help me. I'm still out here begging to go viral. <laughs> uh, but it, it shows the importance of, of, of the conversations and the perspective and the platform that Rock the Culture is bringing, recognizing where there's something missing yeah. in, our, in, our, in our collective conversations um, and and just to just to put it in there real quick, Twan. Put it in there that you know we, we have to put a limit on on some on just the number. So twenty was a nice round number. You know, please hold it a, against my head, not my heart. If 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 if, if, if there were some people who were left out, well, this is this is a growing list, man. You know, this is just the first one. We we intend to do one every single year. There were some people who contacted me kind of hot. Hey, <laughs> we I, I still see you. You know, we may not have said nothing on the list, but we still see you. But you but that that shows you how important it is. Uh, to recognize, because there are so many people in our community doing so many great things and so many different exactly. walks of life, and that's why Rock the Culture uh, is beautiful f- for me, and I know it's beautiful to our, our listeners, that there are there are people, there are things, there are issues, there are conversations that need to be highlighted. This is not a, this is not a one-off thing, no. the podcast or the list. We're here to recognize people, events, conversation on, on a growing basis, uh, so look out for the for the the 2019 list. 29, I got it. I got it. There's there's more ten, ten nominations already. Right. There's more. There's more than twenty uh, 
women to watch um, from our culture who are making this place a better place to live. Um, so we'll, we'll come back with that 2019. Stay oh, yeah. tuned. And and we're watching you and acknowledging you, and you don't have to pay us nothing. No. It's, hey, this th- – that was Shots. A, Shots yeah. fired. What? <laughs> what? You know, some people was like, you know, is this a paid list? No. 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 Bro. No. This is right here. This is – this is our platform recognizing people who are doing work uh, where there's no money being made. This is just people who need to be recognized for work they've been doing for a long time. I mean, you talking about Senator Joyce Elliott. Yes. I mean, she's been in the she's been grinding, fighting for us uh, for, for years. Time. Yes, for years. So mm-hmm. overdue recognition for many of the women on that list. Uh, as we always do, got to give a shout out to to Arkansas Times uh, for the platform for allowing us to be. Uh, like we said, in your earbuds, in your Beats. I got some Beats headphones now. They're your wife's. They're my wife's, but I got them with me. <laughs> so if you listening to listening uh, to us through your Beats headphones, understand that I'm with you. I, I, I understand what the Beats life is like now. <laughs> it's vicarious, but uh, I understand. But anyway, thank Arkansas Times for the platform. And always shout out uh, to uh, Q Note. Grammy Q note on the IG keys to the city TV films on YouTube uh, for producing content and special shout out to him today for the flexibility and his uh, creativity and experience and expertise and being a uh, producer. Cause today we're going to have our first telephone interview. Yes. And this is really remote, remote interview. And I think this is going to expand our, our reach and the people who we can uh, share their stories and their perspectives with you. And it took uh, Q-Note being the expert that he is to allow us to uh, work work in the way that we're working. So this is our first time doing a telephone interview, uh, but with the guidance of, of uh, Quincy Watson. Oh, I did, did I let it all out? I didn't mean to let it all out. That boy, that boy good. <laughs> good and terrible. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, shout out, shout out to him. Make sure you follow Keys to the City TV film and um, and support his movement as you support our movement. Uh, we got a, just a couple things on the list, and then we want to get into our conversation today with our guest, who's Emma Willis, who's a director of the 529 Gift Plan for Arkansas. This is a the 529 plan, Blake, is a big deal, and a lot has happened over the past couple of months. So we want to give extra time to have that conversation with her. Perfect. And um, and and to recognize some of the work that you did as when you were two term Blake. Yes sir. Uh yes, sir. as it relates to the 529 plan. But the first thing we want to talk about, we're gonna take it back a few months ago, uh, when we had that Love Little Rock campaign. It's not you. It's us. Why why your voice get all sexy? Because it was a love letter, man. <laughs> when, you, when, you, when you read a love letter, you, you gotta get your, you gotta get your berry on. That, that's your bear? It's it's not you, Amazon. It's us. Nah, that, what, what, what's, your, what's your other bear? You only know one Barry White song. Don't try to get try to get your berry on if you only know one Barry White. Bro, I, I got the whole Barry White Greatest Hits album. Go ahead. Name two Barry White songs right now. Go. I'm not, I'm not finna do that, man. This is a, this is a, this is a family-friendly show. Exactly. Hey, this is a family-friendly exactly. show. Exactly. I hear a quote from Barry White. You don't know no Barry White songs. Anyway... So a few months ago, uh, just kind of a recap, Blake, for our listeners, uh, Amazon headquartered in Seattle. Mm-hmm. They were in the process of looking for a place to have their second headquarters called HQ2. Mm-hmm. And what they were doing is essentially letting all cities know, 
hey, we're looking for a second headquarters. Uh, let us know what you got because we may become, you know, set up shop in your city. And so that that word went out. Cities all across the country made campaigns to try to get Amazon to come to their city. It's my understanding the final decision hadn't been reached yet by mm-hmm. Amazon. But in that process, our city, city of Little Rock, um, decided to get somewhat involved in the process. Somewhat. Somewhat involved. Uh-huh. And by somewhat involved, I mean that instead of applying or putting it out there that we want Amazon to come to Little Rock, we did this it's not you, it's us letter. Yeah, and it's and it's it's kind of it's kind of misleading because we were told by the mayor at the time, he put out on social media that we were applying and and this is something that we're going to go for. It's so many jobs could be put in our city and we end up not applying. So Right, and and in fairness to the process, some of the things that Amazon was looking for is not available here in Little Rock, like a international airport. Yes, don't have that. Uh, I think they say one out a million in population. Yeah, no check. We don't have that check. Uh, they talked about the a more robust transit system. No check. And you and I are, are supporters of Rock Region Metro, yes. but we all agree that it needs to be more ingrained in how we move around Little Rock. True. So there was a lot of issues where we didn't apply. I mean, Uh we didn't fit the bill. So instead of, you know, not applying or taking another credit approach, uh, our city leaders and some of our folks at the chamber decided to do this not you, it's us letter. Yeah, to to think outside the box and uh, and to apply by not applying to let our interests known by saying we're not interested uh to to be to be that that um that person at the party that that you really feel like you ain't got no choice no chance with so you go ahead and let them down before they can let you down i can't relate to that antoine (laughs) let's keep it 100 bro I, I I used to be your wig man. <laughs> I've been married eight years for the record. <laughs> Happily married. <laughs> um, but anyway, so the city of Little Rock sent that letter. And the reason why we bring it up, y'all may think, man, that's old news. Well, everybody knew about that. We we know about that. Well, it's, it's relevant now because um, we just found out that uh, a, a small town in Alabama. Alabama. Has... Um, very close to landing a $325 million project from Amazon, according to the uh, Birmingham newspaper. Uh, not the H2 project. I will n- not, 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 not the HQ not project. Not the HQ project, yeah. But what it said, though, uh, one of the, the city leaders, uh, one of the commissioners uh, from uh, this town called Bessemer, Alabama, and I'm going to just quote it, and this is what he said. Carrington said the investment happened because of Birmingham's Bring A to B campaign to try to lure Amazon's second corporate headquarters. He said the campaign, which included three gigantic Amazon Prime boxes, captured the company's attention for a fulfillment center instead. So what he's saying is that their campaign to try to lure Amazon has allowed them to take advantage of this new project, which is going to be a $325 million center. So they have about 1,500 workers. 1,500 jobs. 1,500 new jobs. Wow. Um, everyone's going to have full benefits, and this is a fulfillment center. What they said the average wage is uh, $14.65 an hour. So, uh, about double minimum wage about, that, 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 in, in the state of Alabama right now. Exactly. Okay. 
So this this is a project that they brought in because they was trying to lure Amazon here. And Little Rock, we did the exact opposite. Yeah, we did. So so our thoughts is well, I, I'll start. I usually always defer to you. Yeah, you like to 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 throw them at me and say, "What you think about that, Blake?" So is that a problem? It's not a problem at all. <laughs> Sometimes people want to hear what it, what one take think about it. Though. Well, uh, one take to one. Uh, 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 this is what I think about it. My thought is that we this is shows a missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I'm, now I'm going to tell you what I think about it. I'm going to tell you what Jay-Z think about it. Okay. What Jay-Z said on Reason But Doubt, the first album, he said, number one rule in life, you got to learn to live with regrets. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a regret from the city akin to what the city did with the FedEx project years ago when we missed the opportunity to to give the uh, hangar center to Fred Smith as his company was booming. This is another opportunity where we had a misstep uh-huh. by saying, okay, no, nah, Amazon, we don't want you. You don't fit, which we didn't fit that project, but it's a different way to market the city to in- incentivize companies to come here. And this, to me, this is a regret. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to learn to live with that as a city and-, and make changes going forward so we don't miss out on future opportunities. 1,500 jobs, making double minimum wage. I mean, you may say $14 an hour don't sound like a lot to you because where you are in life. But there are some people making seven dollars an hour. Yeah, seven twenty-five, eight twenty-five. Seven twenty-five yeah. an hour. When you telling them they can double their salary mm-hmm. uh, because of this opportunity, and we don't have it now. Now on the on the on the flip side of that, Twan, uh, the chamber would say, you know, that that they're that they're um, what what's the word? Love Little Rock. Love Little Rock campaign. Yep, was highly successful. Um, I've heard the number. We, you've heard the numbers right. about how many people viewed the the letter, how many people watched the video, how how uh, what kind of companies watched the video, who went to the website, um, how many free ad dollars that that this this uh, letter and the campaign generated for for the for the city of Little Rock. Right. Um, how we were in in a national discussion about um, the. The uh, headquarters and and the the city campaigns. All that I don't. They would, they all would, that's true. I don't doubt any of that. They would say that. Now I, I would. I'm still interested to see how many jobs were were generated right by the Love Little Rock campaign. Uh, and and that and that that may be real harsh because it was only what a, a year ago. Was it a year ago? I don't even think it's been quite a year. It's only it's harsh because you know we we weren't gonna get. HQ2. And we weren't going to get HQ2, but like was Bessemer, you know, we could have got a second look from from the company instead of being kind of on their piss list. Right. And then to bring it bring it a little more home for me, you say you want to know what one take thinks. There's another one take thought, hashtag one take thoughts, um, is... You I, just tra- trademark stuff in real time now? <laughs> that's, that's how we do it? That's how I do it. That's how I do it. Um, I, when I was on vacation a few weeks ago... I'm there, and I'm at the pool bar, and, you know, being friendly, talking to folks. Mm-hmm. Ask the guy, where you from? Dude said, I'm from, you know, I split time between Austin and Seattle. So what you do? He said, I work for Amazon. I said, bro, let me get a drink, and I'm coming right back because we got to talk. got to have a conversation. We got to have a conversation. Yeah. And I asked him, and he didn't, he seemed like he had a significant position at Amazon. And I asked him, said, uh, well, I'm from Little Rock. And he said, man, what were y'all doing with that letter? That was his response. He knew about it. He knew about the letter. Yeah. And I said, you know, we knew we weren't going to get it. He said, I understand that, but 
you know, we didn't, the people at Amazon didn't take it seriously. Mm. He said, you know, we saw the, you know, the, the plane. Banner flying the around. banner flying around. And in retrospect, he was absolutely right because the people they took seriously were places like Bessemer. You got fifteen hundred jobs. Got fifteen hundred jobs. So those are those are the opportunities we're talking about when you talk about looking forward to the future and how to shape our city and different investment and infrastructure opportunities. We can't be missing these type of opportunities like this. Yeah. Um and and missing the opportunity to give people jobs, better paying jobs, increase their quality of life here in our city. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. So that that's the update on the uh, Love Little Rock campaign, which I love Little Rock. I'm, I'm not rocking the culture if I don't love Little Rock. Bro, love it, love it, love it till the day I die. Uh, so we we love it too, and I and uh, but there are opportunities to make the city a better place, and I think we missed out on that one. The other issue we want to talk about that's kind of close to my heart, close to your heart, uh, just kind of a shout out mm-hmm. to one of our local establishments, been been in the heart of the city for more years than I even know. Yes, what, uh, a a shining example of what our businesses should should and and could look like the 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 stability, the consistency of K Hall. You know that's 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 something that that we all should be proud of. Right, so the, the the next topic on on today's show is uh, shout out to K Hall's Grocery and Produce um, for taking on the new role of of the food truck. The food truck scene is blowing up in Little Rock. Yes, and I wanted to give a shout out just to let our listeners know that K Hall has been a staple, been you know part of our culture for a long time. You go there on Saturday, and it's a line wrapped around the building, wrapped around the r- building to get the crowd boiled. Seafood, 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 and people out there getting those craw. I don't mess with no crawfish though, Blake. You don't, you don't do no, I don't, shells, I don't do that. I don't oh, okay. do that. I, but I like crawfish, bro. Some people do that. Yeah. I, I used to live right there on Wright Avenue when I went to Mitchell Elementary, and I used to go to K Hall as a kid, man. And literally, they used to have ice cream cones for twenty five cent. I used to take my quarter, and they used to let you build the ice cream cone yourself. As high as you want. As high as you want. You don't know how many ones I just lost, greedy, bro. bro. Just I'm so greedy. greedy. <laughs> just greedy. But but shout out to K Hall for uh, introducing themselves into the, the the food truck scene, and we're starting to see more people who look like us get involved in the food truck scene, which is good for our you know personal business. Exactly. Seeing people be entrepreneurial, but also you know. You know, spreading their skill set to different cultures and different people. Yeah, and and you know, this is this is this is a, a trend that we're seeing, and and it's great, man. Taking taking your your talents, taking your what you do best away from your 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 brick and mortar, and and putting it in a in a truck and saying, you know, you can get K Hall even when we're not open now. You if you want a pork chop sandwich, come holler at us. Right. You know, if, if if you like to. The, the seafood bowl on Saturdays, we we may just pop up on you at Empire outside of Empire on Saturday. Right. You know? So that's that's this is real encouraging, man. Yeah. So shout shout out to them. Uh, shout out to those Philly cheesesteak uh, cheese fries. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That I that I that I work with, and, and to just the family in general for being so uh, like you said, so stable, so so much a part of our community here in Little Rock. The Hall right out of Wrightsville. The Hall family. Right. So what we're going to do right now, we're going to transition to our telephone interview with our special guest, Emma Willis, who's the director of the 529 plan. We're going to talk about her role, the importance of 529 plan. We're going to allow three-term Blake to talk about his perspective on the 529 plan and the legislation uh, when it came through in, in March of this year. So look forward 
to y'all listen to that interview coming up next. We're back with our first remote interview with a special guest, Emma Willis. Um, Emma, say hi to the people. Good morning, everybody. And we want to get started. Obviously, we're going to talk uh, extensively about the 529 plan, what it means and what it means for the state of Arkansas and for the families of Arkansas. But just give the the folks, our culture cohorts, a little background about Emma Willis and and how you how you ended up with as the director of the 529 plan for the state of Arkansas. Born and raised in Arkansas, started out in Deshaies County, McGee. Um, my dad's family is from the area. Uh, moved to Little Rock, uh, sixth grade. Spent a great deal of time out at Joe T. Robinson. Then went to school at Fuller, where I met one Jamal Blake. Um, everybody, oh, else Jamal, oh, you going you gonna, you gonna do him like that? You gonna call him Jamal? Well, this is this is giving me a bit of rapport with the uh, the host of the show, letting you guys know <laughs> that uh, <laughs> me and the representative go way back, and so it, it, it's great to be able to see everybody where they are in their careers, and and to know that we're all doing well. But yeah, went to Fuller, um, then went to Joe T. High School, a proud graduate and senator. Went on to Philander Smith College. Um, proud Panther Pride, HBCU, um, and Philander gave me the tools I needed to get to where I am today. Um, now executive director for the state's 529 plan, and I practically grew up in the treasurer's office. So I started my career there at age 25, um, and it is a career track. Uh, track. Um, started out not primarily with 529s, but more on the computer science side of things. Uh, was working in the treasurer's office and started out working on the network as a network administrator for the office and then found out that I'm, I have way too much energy to sit at a desk. Mm-hmm. And so um, asked a lot of questions about things that were that the treasurer's office was responsible for, a good friend of mine in the office, Wes Goodner at the time, gave me the state's constitution to read. And guys, it lets you know that I had way too much time on my hands. So, uh, you, so you read, so you gonna sit here and tell us with a straight face that you have read the whole constitution? I didn't read the whole thing, Antoine. Oh. <laughs> so I had too much time on my hands. Anytime somebody passes you that, okay? Okay. <laughs> okay. You see where I'm going with this? Uh, I see and where so, you're going. Uh, I got it I, on me. Just, just I, know I got it on I me. I started out with that. He gave me okay. that. And you try to stomach, you know, the first four or five pages. And then you go, you know, this is way too much. I, I don't need all of this. And so um ended up finding out that the state had a 529 plan. Um And for those of you that don't know, a 529 yeah, is yeah, a, a state sponsor. Yeah, yeah. Please take the opportunity to explain exactly what the 529 plan is. Okay, and so a 529 is um, IRS code 529. It's exactly that. The uh, federal government passed legislation back in 98 that allows each state to have their own 529 plan, and they were able to come up with how they want to incentivize their state residents on investing for higher education. Um, 529s allow you to save, and specifically in the state of Arkansas, save into an investment plan and be able to receive a state tax deduction up to $5,000 per taxpayer, 10000 married couple. 
And more recently, uh, we work with the state legislature to get some additional incentives passed, tax incentives passed. And a couple of those are if you have a 529 outside of the state of Arkansas, you can roll that money in and receive a $7,500 bonus tax deduction on top of what you are already taking if you have up to $7,500 to roll in. Um, and that's to get more people interested in their state's plan. Well, let me let me stop you right there so we just make sure we're on the same page. So when you talk about this this plan, you're saying that families would actually take their own money and open up an investment account, and that money will be used for what purpose? That money is primarily used for higher education, and I'll give you a little backstory because the 529s are in a different place. And um, my friend on the other side of this uh, interview, uh, Representative Blake, as we'll finally call him, uh, can give you some insight as to how Your these friend, Jamal. plans Jamal have changed. <laughs> and um, and and where a little bit of controversy has come in, come in. But uh, at the heart of a 529, they were started to allow those working class families an opportunity to save for higher education, knowing how expensive it is. So currently, tuition is outpacing our ability to save, and Correct. it's growing at, at an exponential rate of over 6% a year. So for every year that you thought you had it under control, it's going to be that much more expensive the next year. And so 529s were created to give families the opportunity to put money away and have that money work for them. So this money, let, and let me make sure that we're clear for the people, the money that you put into these accounts, is it sort of like a 401k where the money is deposited into different securities, into the stock market, into stocks and bonds, and that's how the money grows? Or is it that, like just that is into- correct. That okay. is correct. I mean, that is exactly how these plans were formulated, and that's the idea behind it is to give you an opportunity to have your money to our best ability hedged against risk and, and out there really growing for you. Because typically you think about investments, you start thinking you need to make a whole lot of money to invest anything. Uh, the state's plan is set up to where it only takes $25 to get started, and you save at the rate in which you can afford to. We do actually offer an automatic investment plan where you can have payroll deduction done or you can have it drafted off of your checking account. But you do that at your comfort level. Um, the minimum is $25 to get started, and then you determine exactly how much money you want to put in there, whether that's every month, every week, once a year. And we want to extend those flexibilities because we know everybody's income is very different. But being able to save in a 529 is not saying that you can save all the money you need for tuition, but our job is to help reduce student loan debt. At the heart of it, that's what we want to do. We aren't trying to create a magic bullet or tell you how to eat an entire elephant. These things take a bite at a time, and that's really what our goal is. And that twenty five dollars doesn't sound uh, like much to it to a lot of to a lot oh, of people. Oh, that's five but, Starbucks. That's five cups of Starbucks coffee in the exactly. course of a week. Yeah. And 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 those stats, I, I, I'm not sure if if you have them there. Will, uh, but if those those stats show that the family that saves one dollar is four or five times uh, more likely to time four or five times more likely to go to college. And it's that's just exactly starting, right. starting exactly those practices, right. starting that that mindset, starting that that process, and and that's and and that's what 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 we're really about, right? Yeah, that's exactly where we are. And so, what you'll find when you start talking about CSAs or 
child savings accounts, 529s, they're all the same thing, is that you give families opportunities. And we don't think about the psychological value around a 529, but we know in the industry that just breathing to a child that you are going to college Mm -hmm. and that I am saving for you, like Representative Blake said, makes them five times more likely to go off to college because now you've reduced one barrier that they, they thought they had, which was finances. And we don't talk to our kids about what money we do or don't have, but they sometimes don't think that's for them. But the minute you let them know that you intend for them to go on to higher heights, then they excel towards that. And 529s aren't just for four-year college either. Well, and that's what I was going to ask you for is as it relates to the withdrawal of the funds. So if it's – and I know we're going to get to this in a minute about how it's changed recently to allow for K-12. But before this legislation passed more recently, how do you withdraw the funds? Do you – do you have to wait till your kid graduates high school and then you have access to the money? No, and let me tell you a little bit about that. So Arkansas, uh, specifically in Northwest Arkansas and some with the some of the other charter schools recently, you have kids running concurrent classes where they're capable of getting college credit hour. They're getting they're capable of getting college uh, hours or college credits while in high school. Say you save for that kid, you can withdraw your five twenty nine money now while that kid is taking those classes. And so that's where your 529 savings start working a whole lot smarter for you, and you don't have to work so hard because those kids are typically getting discounts. So with the withdrawal in the 529, it's a matter of you calling our program manager. It's a 1-800 number we have, and you just call and you request a qualified withdrawal. And we'll direct that payment towards that institution of higher learning, um, or you can request to check yourself, and then you can pay it from that amount that we sent back to you. So we make this fairly easy and we didn't we wanted to take all the guesswork out of this process in order to keep people from thinking that they can't do it. And so it's my job to start paying attention to what people's needs are and figure out how to plan better addresses that. And there are a number okay. of things that we have to work through in the state, but I would say our process is is pretty seamless and easy. Okay. So we're, so we're talking about four-year institutions, two-year institutions. Yep. Uh, Anywhere and, financial aid is accepted. That's the okay. rule. And and that, that's a great segue to what happened earlier this year. I know there was a lot of conversation, and some of our podcast listeners may have heard about, you know, there's this movement to use the 529 kind of as a backdoor voucher program for private schools. And before you respond, I want to give Representative Blake opportunity to talk about the the position he took as it relates to this mm-hmm. issue uh, during the legislature earlier this year. So uh, just just real briefly, you know, and what 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 happened is that our Republican colleagues tried to try to um, package the five twenty nine bill to be used at private schools and uh, and religious schools. Um, so you could use that that money that that Miss Willis just got through talking about that money that you're saving to go to college now can be can be the same five thousand dollars can be saved by a parent of a child and pay pay for tuition uh k through 12 at private schools and at at religious schools so the the reason why i opposed that was was because when that that pass through money one which we just we got just got through talking about that's supposed that's supposed to be going supposed to be saved by that family and and it's a tax pass through a tax break for for that family to go to college and you're talking about the five the five the five thousand uh, dollar or ten thousand per couple uh, was 
could be saved to go to college is now being saved to 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 send to send school kids to private schools and what and and what we're seeing is um for first of all i i didn't think it was the time to be tying that to the treasurer's budget not that i oppose emma or or the treasurer's office i just think that we needed a clean bill to be passed on the budget and then voting on on this separately so that was that was the main reason why i oppose the the tying of that bill with with the treasurer's budget, so it wasn't about you, Emma. You, you know that. You called me. You called me a few nights. You called me a few nights. We had some tough conversations, but I tried to tell you it's not about. I I still love you at the treasurer's office, but this is this was a, a something that we should have handled separately, and and we end up did having. You know, we voted down uh, your treasurer's budget two or three times, and and they finally passed the treasurer's budget clean, and we could have this conversation separately. But the the reason why I still didn't think it was a, a a good idea is because now we're we're creating a a separate class of people who can get tax benefits, and those are people who are wealthy enough to send their kids to private schools. And you know, five twenty nines were were were, uh, were 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 supposed to be for higher higher learning, uh, and the only people who aren't benefiting are those people who have kids in public schools. And then obviously I want to give you the opportunity uh, if you had any response to that, Emma, about the the purpose of the of of this new bill and allowing the five twenty nine to be expanded to K through twelve schools. Um, I I believe my response is going to be from a fiduciary's point of view. I will say that um, is that as a as a fiduciary to five twenty nine or as executive director, I have to look at this from all angles. And Representative Blake, you'll know that constituents will have all types of opinions on what should and what shouldn't happen. Um, I happen to have over 22,000 account owners. Mm -hmm. Uh, We knew the minute this passed, and let me just say timing was terrible on this one. It was at the end of the year. (laughs) And so um, we really, as an industry, had no idea whether this was going to pass or not. Um, we try to keep up with everything that's happening with 529s down to whether or not erasers will be considered a qualified withdrawal. Okay, and so this happened to be one of those things where when the president passed it, or it, when you're talking about the president, you're talking about President Trump. Trump, yes. Yeah. So this is something that's passed down. So nobody should think this is something that we dreamt up here in Arkansas and decided it was going to happen. And so it was our it was our responsibility in the 529 plan to look for alignment because we knew this thing was going to exist and we knew it was out there. And so it's my job to address the concerns of my existing account owners. And so what happens with K-12 alignment is that a good number of people are saving right for higher education already. And you don't consider the fact that the people that are saving for higher education may already have children in private school. And so this is where all the chatter begins, is that account owners are putting their own money in these accounts. Okay, so nobody has given them, given this cash to them. It's their own money going in these accounts. And so a good number of them did were very vocal about, you know, us seeking alignment. 
And so the conversation begins. And so you're kind of calling. When you say just for clarification, Emma, when you say alignment, you mean the Arkansas Five Twenty Nine plan was seeking alignment with what the federal government had now passed down. Right. And so Arkansas, and and I'll let the rep go through legislation, but Arkansas is not a piggyback state. So just because it was passed down from the federal side did not mean we were going to immediately adopt it which meant we were out of line with what happens on your state taxes to your federal taxes. And right now, 529s grow tax-free on both sides. And as an additional bonus to that, the state offers a a state tax deduction to your 529 contributions. But what would have happened with K-12 is you would have made a contribution, or a withdrawal rather, you would have made a withdrawal on your 529 account to go and pay for a K-12 private tuition only, and you were subjected at that point to potential clawback or additional penalty, penalty or penalties mm-hmm, or penalty for having used those funds unqualified or being deemed as unqualified. And so these were all the things that started to pop up. And so um, the work begins at that point. And so um, the 529, so go ahead. I was going to say, so that that's what led to the legislation that uh-huh. we saw earlier this year, which ultimately passed. Right. Um, it, has it taken an effect yet? It has. And um, at this point, I can say industry-wide, including in Arkansas, we hadn't seen a whole lot of people take advantage of it, surprisingly. And right. granted, it's, it's summer right now. Um, they're only subject to two withdrawals within a year. So where your 529 for higher education was set up that you can make withdrawals through the course of the year and you didn't have to restrict it to just two, the K-12 provision only allows you two withdrawals within a year. Oh, so that brings up a question that I I did not realize, Emma. So the folks who were, say, before this legislation passed, if you already had a 529 plan that you were going to use for college, you can now use those funds and send your kids to a private or religious school? Yeah, but I'm going to tell you now with what our average account owner says that you wouldn't take your, okay, so our average, and we'll go back to some some facts. The average 529, our direct sale plan, because we have two, um, our average 529 account owner in the state of Arkansas has an average of $14,000 in an account. We know that tuition for private school is far more than $12,000. And so the same time we were dealing with this K-12 alignment, we had a number of people address the fact that you're not getting ready to take away from your college or your higher education savings to send your child to private school, even though you could could potentially do that if you wanted to. But the number of accounts that we have, those people are working class, not making a ton of money, Arkansas residents. School nine times out of ten is not even on their radar. Um, the K-12 piece speaks to a very specific group of 529 account owners. And so they're either saving specifically for private or they were already saving for college education and are trying to figure out how they now put money in that 529 to pay for private as well. But we haven't seen uh, any massive rate of withdrawals for K-12 at this point. Um, we we just hadn't had it, it hadn't at this point it hadn't been a big issue now as an industry we're having to address it but um in the state of arkansas there hadn't been a, a huge number of withdrawals for the accounts even though people so, still so we, about, it. about it 
so with these accounts, who can who can all have? Can I can I get an account for? Does it have to be my child? I can get an account for, or can I get an account for my niece or nephew or for a neighbor's child? Yeah, you can. So a five twenty nine is meant for you to have best intentions for a child. Period. So you can set up a five twenty nine for your kids, your neighbor's kids, your nieces and your nephews, which open up a world of opportunity. Right. So you're now give the gift of education to other children whose family may not otherwise be able to save. And I and I I think I think that was a a, a large concern of of ours as well, is that <clears throat> that um that people would start using these five twenty nine accounts as just basic tax pass throughs. And so uh, here's the and here's the the arguable point, uh, Representative Blake, is that. You have to understand that in order to open that account for that beneficiary, the parent has to be consenting to give that child's information. So I can't just go and open a blanket 529. I'm required to have all of that child's personal identification information down to social. That is all required. So we're held to some very high regulatory standards. And not, it, it sounds like you can just go open an account with just a name, but that's not the case. Well, and, that, that was, and that's where I want to kind of uh, wrap it up and, and end it. So how? what's the practical steps? If I'm a, I'm a mom, I'm a dad listening to this pod, and I said, man, I didn't know anything about the 529. What what do I do to, to start this process for, for my child or my niece or nephew? Okay, so uh, you're welcome to visit our website at org. It takes all of 11 minutes to get signed up and enrolled in one of these accounts. 11? 11 minutes. We got it down to a fine <laughs> art. Yes. We, we do a great deal of testing to make sure we make this an easy transition. Um, what you find out about financial products, they aren't sexy enough for you to want to think about giving any extra money, right? Most people start thinking about saving, and it's a depressing topic. But we don't want to want you to lose that energy and momentum you had in going towards the the product and wanting to start saving. So we do everything we can to streamline the process and get you in and get you all the information you need. So with that being said, our program description can be found online at that very same website, ArkansasFiles29.org. Our 1-800 number is there as well as all my contact information. Um, I'm always accessible and I make it a point to try to know my account owner. So anybody that wants to is welcome to call my office. You will more than likely reach me. My assistant is happy to give you my cell phone number if you have additional questions. And I really do try to make myself responsible for all the account owners and any questions you may have. So uh, feel free to give us a call. Well, we appreciate it, uh, as we do with every guest. We appreciate you rocking the culture. Obviously, there are some... uh, some, some back and forth about where the plan is now, but I think everyone can agree about the spirit of the plan to have an opportunity to save for a child's education. Absolutely. Tax-free Absolutely. is something that's much needed, especially needed in our culture for people who think that yes. college is unattainable, unaffordable, uh, that this there, this program is out there to uh, help uh, rectify that issue. Assist you, yeah. Assist you in the issue. So thank you, Emma, for rocking the culture with us. Uh, we appreciate you uh, being being a, being a guest on our pod and, and sharing your story and, and what you're doing with the uh, Arkansas State Treasury's office. And uh, we again, 
you you you're you're a friend. Can do we got friends of rock the culture? What they call culture cohorts? Culture cohorts, yeah. Co- you are officially a culture cohort for rocking the culture with us. We we appreciate you. Well, thank you for having me, and definitely you know have me back on because I love to talk about some of the initiatives around the state and how we've partnered and teamed up with a number of communities to help get those kids off to college. So thank you. Oh, for so you want to be you want to be the first repeat guest on Rock I the Culture? I, what you? I, I, I don't want to toot my own horn. But <laughs> I start telling you all the awesome stuff I'm working towards and the reason why I'm doing a remote phone call, you'll be like, "Snap! We need to. We should have led with this." So it's, no. it's okay. Oh, oh, so it's now okay. you calling out us because you because you on episode. We didn't eight? have you early enough. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I mean, I will personally fault Antoine. That Jamal, you are free of any. Thank you. Oh, hold on. Thank Wait a minute. Why are you taking shots at me at the end? I've been reaching out for months. <laughs> that must be that philander education that got you, you talking all crazy like that. Philander, oh, oh, <laughs> man, you leave philander, oh. you got so much confidence when you leave that you can just talk to people you know any what? kind of way. In order for me to have the job I have, I, I do have to be fairly confident. It's a man's world, Antoine. And so, um, yeah, I'm pretty confident. But, uh, yeah, you should, you guys should call me up, have me in again. It's some really great stuff happening around the state. Um, we're doing really great work. I'm currently in northwest Arkansas, and they are moving the needle. I can tell you that. So I'm always happy to be of service and, you you know what? If you want to find out more about what we're doing, you're welcome. And next week we'll be launching an app, so we'll have a whole lot of new stuff that'll be coming out around the 529. Good so good. look forward to more. And uh, call me up if you guys want to know anymore. I'm, we we, I'm, we I'm will definitely make sure that you are a repeat guest on, on Rock the Culture. We appreciate everyone for listening. Then we'll be back next week uh, with Chrissy Chatham. From Big Brothers, Big Sisters, again, focusing on the kids. We know the kids are important to our community and our culture. And how, you know, we talked about education with with Emma and the 529 plan, but also volunteer opportunities for us to give back to to different youth in our community. So thanks to everyone. Thank you again, Emma, for being part of the podcast. And we'll check with y'all next Monday. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. And again, this is your host, Antoine Phillips. You can find me on Twitter, underscore Antoine Phillips. You can find us, the Rock the Culture movement. We everywhere, Blake. Everywhere. IG, at Rock the Culture. Facebook, at Rock the Culture. Twitter, at Rock the Culture. And you can always find me, your favorite representative, always repping, on Twitter, at Charles J. Blake. Yes, the J stands for Jamal. (laughs) (laughs) Since y'all want to blast people. (laughs) We'll talk to y'all next week.